Hey everyone, welcome back to But Why Though Reviews. This week we are reviewing Disney's Lightyear. I'm Adrian and I'm here with CJ. Hello everybody, it's CJ again. Hey CJ, I'm really, really excited to uh, talk about this movie with you. Um, so going into it, I mean, this is a, lots of expectations kind of going into this. this we've known Buzz and we've gone, grown with Buzz, you know, at least since I was a kid. So it's been, uh, it was really, really weird seeing like the, the trailer initially. So I didn't really know what to expect going into this. It was also obviously clearly a big fan of the animated uh, series as well. So what were your expectations going into the to the film? Honestly, I was expecting a big sci-fi adventure that kind of explained more about Buzz, you know, who he is, how he got to be who he is, and more about Star Command and everything that went into there. Because the way it's set up is like a movie within the universe of Toy Story. So I was like, okay, so how does Buzz, the action hero, differentiate from Buzz, the uh, toy? So yeah, wanted to see how that worked and how it could, how this could stand on its own two feet while also shaping the Buzz Lightyear we had grown up with and known. So that was what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. For me, I wasn't really sure too much what I was expecting. Again, um, the concept of it was just like, you know, especially the closer to it, like, hey, you remember how in 1995, like, Andy watched a movie? Like, this is the thing without the movie. So it felt a little like, that's a kind of uh, interesting way to kind of advertise your movie. Um, you know, as someone who didn't, I don't think anyone asked for a Lightyear movie or a Buzz Lightyear movie because we had the cartoon and things like that. So I didn't think that we were going to get something like this. So I was just going in expecting to see some fun sci-fi stuff, like you said. I mean, I think it's been a while since we've had like a sci-fi animated movie. I was thinking about like while the movie was going, but it was really, um, you know, I wasn't really sure where it was going to go. Because uh, to me, I was watching, I was like, is this, is this like, are we going to get like, aliens type stuff are we going to get um interstellar type stuff are we going to get you know like what kind of genre of, of sci-fi were, were we going to get so i just wanted to have fun watching a sci-fi movie with a character that i was relatively like familiar with but i don't think i really had too high of expectations i didn't walk walk in there thinking this is going to be the best thing i've ever seen um i just wanted to be entertained on a thursday evening so, you know, that's kind of how I felt going in. I think walking out, I was, I was happy. I, I think I walked out happy. You know, I think it, I think it accomplishes its goal of having a fun sci-fi movie that you can enjoy. Like if anyone can enjoy of all ages. Um, so I was happy walking out, you know, I'm excited to, for anything that they do after give me 17 of these. I'm pretty sure I'd be down to go watch uh, multiple of these, especially, you know, yeah, we we know we know we know all the things now. I, I just want more of that. Um, do I think it's like? Did I walk out thinking, man, this is the best animated movie I've ever seen ever? No, but that's okay. I thought it was still a lot of fun to to watch. What about you? How did you feel when you were walking out? When I walked out, I was like, okay, this was better than I expected. It felt like uh, one of sci-fi movie I used to watch with my dad growing up, and I mean that as the highest of compliments. Like it. Like it felt like something like in the vein of the last Starfighter or like Star yeah. Wars, Star yeah, Trek, yeah, yeah. yeah, fun stuff. And even though it wasn't like on the same level as Soul or Turning Red, it still has enough of that Pixar touch that you know you were hooked. And it took some turns I wasn't expecting, but actually made sense in terms of the story. And 
was really, really good. And yes, the ending definitely sets up a sequel. If there is a sequel, I will be down for it. But if not, I am happy with what we got. And it was pretty awesome. And you could see why Andy fell in love with his character and wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I think um I think you that's you, you make a good point there. Like I'm happy if they do another one, but if it doesn't get greenlit and they don't do it, I think I'm still okay because you still have all the other you know wonderful stuff to, that has buzz in it. Um I think it's a good marker of like of a movie. I think so hard it's so hard these days that everything wants to have like the next sequel, but I think they do the story well enough here that you know they go off and do more space stuff and you just, you're okay with them doing more space stuff. But if you give me a light year two electric boogaloo type situation where stuff goes off, I, you know, I'm, I'm also there. And I really like your last Starfighter reference. I think that's like a, such a good way to, uh, I didn't even realize all the references and the kind of like the, the homages that you can see in the last Starfighter in this. Cause it's very like contained. It's not super, you know, super crazy space battles or anything like that going on here. It's very, very kind of contained and really what the story that the trailer kind of portrays kind of gives that to you. It doesn't really go too much off the rails. And I think that's a, a good, good, more relaxed thing. And maybe, I guess it's Pixar. So I guess we can kind of expect them to be a little bit more uh, relaxed and not kind of Hollywood blockbustery. Uh, so, so what were some of your favorite parts saying, you know, you said they had kind of had the, the touch of Pixar in there. So what were some of your favorites parts throughout? Um, how the story tackles the concept of failure. It shows that, if you even if you fail it's not the end of the world you just learn from it and apply that to your life i learned how each character in the each major character in the film is kind of a commentary on how you know failure doesn't have to define you i also there is a twist surrounding emperor zerg that i never saw coming probably should have seen coming given the context of the story but it makes so much sense and ties back into that part there and I also love the different nods and different lines to stuff, you know, to Star Command and where the phrase from to infinity and from beyond come from. So it, it's done in a way that's very subtle because most prequels will hammer you overhead like, oh, get it. This is how it happened. Like, yeah. Solo. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I love how it was like it referenced the stuff we know without, you know, being too overt about. It. So those are my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah, I think those are those are great. I think the the concept of failure is such a big part of this, um, and I not only like them failing and you, then you learn from it. You know, it's, it's it's a kids' movie, so you expect them to kind of like learn and kind of brush it off. But but I think the way that people aren't overly angry at people for making the mistakes, right? There's a few mistakes that like that happen throughout the movie that could really like be life altering mistakes, and no one kind of has like the stereotypical like movie. Uh, meltdown of like oh you're worthless and you ruin everything with your with your mistake you know all the characters are like very supportive um of that whether that's reality or not i don't know but i think it's a nice thing to see um that you know not even buzz is upset about you know people making mistakes around him he's more concerned about the mistakes he makes himself um so very very nice touch and kind of you know, making it i don't know relatable but definitely accessible and a good little message there. I think one of my favorite parts is all of the little things. When, when the credits were rolling, I didn't really look at like too much of the any of the production team that kind of went into this this movie. I really wasn't uh, super aware. But all of the little Star Wars things that are in this 
uh, movie are kind of crazy. There's so many like little sounds here and there that they throw in there. And then I saw Lucasfilm walk while the, while the credits were rolling, but it's like little things like that, that just make this such a great time. Cause the kids who were in the theater that I was with are having a great time and any like time, like a, super old throwback reference would happen whether it was star wars or like there's like a little dial-up tone um when when socks is booting up one time and those are just like little great references and it's good that even those older references can still be used today and it still gets kind of like a laugh in in a room full of you know kids and and adults um there were some things i weren't happy with i, I think kind of on the way home i was kind of thinking about kind of some of the pacing and, and, and things like that that were kind of little off to me personally, but I wasn't really too sure kind of maybe how, how did you feel about anything that they could have improved on there, CJ? I feel like some of the time travel elements get a little wonky, even though time travel does tend to make, I feel like it's just like, huh? If you stop to think about it, you're just like, wait, does this make sense? Doesn't it? I also, I also feel like there could have been more elements like we're the little green man. I would have loved to see the little green man. I, I, I don't know. That, that's just a personal thing. But I think the major thing was that the time travel elements kind of get a little too convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great sequence, though. There's mm-hmm. a there's a there's a nice kind of you know gradual sequence there that, you know, has a lot of really great kind of moments. Uh, but yeah, as soon as they kind of threw time travel in there, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be so tough because it's such a hard thing to nail. You know, after all of these years and years and years of, of movie making and TV making and, and writing, I think it's a really, really hard thing to, to get down. Um, and yeah, the, the, the time travel stuff, oh man, it did make my head hurt. I'm thinking in, you know, during our review of, uh, of uh, Endgame and all the crazy loopholes that have, I'm trying not to think about it. It's a kid's movie, right? Got a kid's movie, don't want to think too much about it. I think for me, um, the pacing kind of like got a little crazy because it has this high, super high kind of um, arc. And then it just kind of ends really, really quick. I kind of would like more time after kind of like the big climax for them to kind of, you know, be as characters, but it kind of just like ends and they're just like, okay, now we're off to the the next adventure, which I guess would probably be what it would be like if you were a space ranger. Um, But, you know, after everything that we saw happen, I would like some time for them to kind of have some more character moments maybe at the end to really solidify like that their team outside of like buzz just saying hey we're a team now kind of kind of thing if that makes sense i don't know if that's too harsh but that's kind of how i felt when when it was all said and done for like the very very end i was like oh i want more and maybe that's just a marker of like them bringing me in to to be there on opening night you know in 2020 whatever but i just wanted to see more of it i don't think i I expected to see any like little little green aliens i don't think um but i do like that they kind of put in the little easter eggs of this wasn't just like buzz being like us seeing like how buzz is to today but we kind of see gradually as the movie goes on how he gets all his cool gadgets and you know the wings and and all those things and that's cool things to see uh but i just wish those parts would have been a little bit bigger uh time to breathe some of those parts were kind of rushed too and i think that for people who know you know what's going on i kind of wanted a little bit of time to be like oh well that's cool yeah the, that that's the, that's the thing he did the he did the thing um yeah yeah that that's kind of where that fell for me anything else that you thought was a little bit off or anything that you really enjoyed oh we're, what i really um really enjoyed i really love socks like socks <laughs> yeah it's tricky to make a uh character like that you know stand out but 
he, he, he was fun. And I also really think uh, Chris Evans did a great job as Buzz Lightyear. There were times where he managed to nail Tim Allen's cadence exactly. And yeah, it was eerie, right? It was mm-hmm. real eerie when he when he said some of the lines. I was like, oh, what? you nailed it. I also find it ironic that this is a series that deals with a character being stuck in time where while well, others age around because you know the Captain America of it all. As well yeah, as yeah. Boy Scoutishness of exactly, clothes. exactly. He just loves. He's just so good in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, and I think. Uh, I, yeah, I, the Captain America thing is, is so great because you get, he's like not the total Boy Scout. I feel like he's like a little bit low, you know, a lot more flaws and things. It just felt so refreshing. I, I'm glad that he's like in another role, like where he gets to, you know, make mistakes and yell and, you know, in a, in a kid's movie format. Um, and I'm excited to see him do more, more of it. It seems like he really put himself into this role and just put everything he had into delivering that performance because the animation was so good but i don't think if, if the if the voice acting wasn't there i don't know if this movie would have hit quite as well as it did because it was such a beautiful movie to watch oh yeah because voice acting is not just saying lines you've got to pour a whole wealth of emotion yeah. into a character using nothing but your voice and i think evans gets that and really gave it as all i also want to give kiki palmer a shout out yes her character kiki. Was so so great yeah and- yeah, it's it's just so good. And I know we mentioned the time travel of all it all, but the sequence with the flight stuff was so reminiscent of up. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. good job. Oh, and Michael Giacchino did a great job on the score. Like, yeah, that the man score, is just it's a beautiful it out the score park with yeah. you know the Batman and this and Jurassic World Dominion and next up is Store Love and Thunder. So that guy just yeah. What, what did you think about like the, the other, the other supporting members in the team? Like socks is obviously great. Like I, I need a little plushy of socks uh, for a hundred percent, but uh, you know, the other, the other character, cause I, cause I'm going in thinking about all of the great supporting characters that you have in the animated show. So that was like my bar, but I think they, you know, I think these ones are just as, just as well. I thought Izzy was fantastic. Mo was hilarious. Uh, you know, was it Darby or Steve? Yes, Darby. Yeah, she was she was hilarious. Like those are such interesting characters of such weird dynamics that it just melded so well, at least for me. How did oh, you yeah. feel about it? I really love the dynamic Buzz has with these rookies because um again, it plays into the whole thing about, you know, failing because they are rookies. They're not really trained for something like this, or they haven't gotten the training yet. But over time they learn how to, you know be space rangers and he learns how to you know help them be space rangers and that's a great journey learning how to depend on others as well as you know yeah um i also loved the connection buzz and alicia have it's like even though it's you could spend i would love to see like oh i can't wait thing i need to see the movie about their friendship because you yeah can tell these go, let's guys. go back a little bit more yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, it was so it was it was so great yeah I love the connection between characters and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. They had such a beautiful, a beautiful connection. I think all the characters really had, you know, their own time to shine. I think it's really hard because there's a lot of characters in this movie for Mm -hmm. an animated movie. That's not that long. There was a lot of characters in here and I think they all kind of got their, their time to shine. Um, And Taika of course kills it as always, but you know, even his character, the kind of 
doofy kind of you know more comic relief character still has his own time to shine and it works so well it's, it's beautiful it got claps in my theater when he got when he gets his time to shine uh when the time comes so there's just such really really good movies that it, it was a really great like movie experience uh you know because adults were clapping kids were clapping and it's been a while since i've been in a theater where it's been a while since i've been in a theater with kids and other adults uh really but just uh seeing everybody engage is really, really great. Really kind of speaks to the generational power that, you know, Pixar has over the entire population. Oh yeah. Because again, a lot of folks probably grew up with toy story and a lot of kids are probably going to walk away loving Buzz Lightyear. Now it's kind of, you know, a generational thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my niece loves, but Buzz Lightyear, she's like two and a half and I got her these, uh, the Buzz Lightyear wings from, from Disney world, uh, from Disneyland. And she loves them. She wore them. She, she, I get calls from my sister with her on them just so she can like run around, you know, with the thing. So I think it's, it's going to spawn a lot of great things. So if you ask me, like, should you go see this movie? Uh, yes. If you like animation, if you like sci-fi and you know, Buzz Lightyear, you're going to have a great time. I think um, it, yeah, I think you're going to have a great time if you go see it, no matter where you see it so if you want to wait till it's on streaming service there's i saw it in imax i don't think it deserves and i don't think it needs an imax experience i don't think it needs any other experience other than being in a room with people who are going to have a good time watching a sci-fi flick about a space ranger who then becomes a toy who then you know does all the stuff in toy story <laughs> what about you cj what would be your your recommendation for the I would definitely recommend seeing this, especially with your family or if you grew up with the original Toy Story, because, again, it's that it has a generational effect. It has it's a solid sci fi adventure and it's just really a great time. I think like it's a great family film, whether you see it in the theater or at home. I definitely think that is a is a film that definitely has to be experienced and yeah yeah and i'll add in that you know a lot of the animated movies that we've been getting over like the last you know couple years have been been a lot like you can't just go watch red and then kind of go on with the rest of your day without like some song in your head or thinking about your generational trauma uh same with like encanto and like all these other like that come out but this is just fun you're gonna go have fun and i think that's so good especially you know one of the first summers where things are kind of relatively um, not as bad as they have been over the last couple of years. So go have fun. It's, it's a fun movie and I hope people really enjoy it. So CJ, we have a couple of, of, of minutes here. Do you want to get into some like spoiler talk? Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. This is your warning. We're going to talk about some spoilers here just because I want to hear CJ's perspective on some of like the big major spoilers that happen or a twist that happened in the movie. So we're going to start with spoilers right right now now we're going spoilers what did you think about the the zerg twist <laughs> like i should again i should have expected some sort of timey wimey stuff but i never expected that buzz's greatest enemy would literally be himself and that actually ties into the whole thing because older buzz is obsessed with correcting his mistake at any yeah. cost and younger buzz has more or less learned you know it's okay to fail so seeing buzz battle himself is fun yeah and it I like actually makes zerg more human yeah i like buzz battling buzz but is that really zerg though 
Uh, yeah, because he point. said that he borrowed the ship and he just kind of like because in the flashback they kind of show him just finding the ship or did he just steal that ship and is a real zerg out there and that's what our sequel is going to be about oh okay yeah yeah now that you mentioned it i could yeah. definitely see that yeah i don't i don't need zerg to be his dad or whatever like they joked around in like toy story 2 or whatever but i would like a little bit more of an because I, I, I need to see him in the the whole thing like the the to the floor cape and everything yes i, I would love i would love that zerg uh, but I, I didn't see it coming. I, I'm really glad that they didn't do it like that. Like that was his dad. I really thought I was like, oh my God, they really did make him his dad. Uh, but no, himself battling himself in more ways than one in the movie, I think is, is fantastic. Um, or any other big spoiler moments or like any, uh, not big spoiler moments, but like any big twists that really had you thinking? Um, I think the general idea, I think the scene where Buzz finally comes back after his successful test and learns that um alicia passed away is just utterly heartbreaking totally pixar and just it's it's the scene in the movie that hits the most and the best scene yeah it's yeah it's it's definitely the best scene in the movie after such a beautiful like montage of just seeing that and just thinking about the pain that must be to like want to fix this, want to fix this, want to fix this, four years, come back, four years, come back, four years, come back, 20 something years, come back. It must be incredibly, incredibly hard. And I'm glad that they incorporated like the, after the first big you know mess up he has, they bring him a support animal, which I think is beautiful. And Sox is the best, the bestest of boys. He's the best of C-3PO and R2 in one little droid. Um, and they just like let that be kind of the thing that, that helped him through it. But man, it must be so rough to see all those people go. And then to see basically a reflection of um of her in in Kiki Palmer's character. So it's 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 uh, there's some rough moments in there. It's gonna tear jerk you a little bit if you if you let it. And I didn't expect to be I didn't expect that, honestly. Um I expect that when I kind of watch the trailers for like, you know, um for things like red and things like in conflict, I feel like there's already going to be some, some, some emotional stuff there, but that sequence is, is beautiful. It's done so well. It's such a great, like platonic relationship. I love just those, just, they're really, really great friends and it extended generationally down to the granddaughter. Yes. Well, yeah. just, just, well, just well done all around. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I was also thinking kind of like on the way home that this was such like a diverse cast and they just like, let it be diverse. I don't know if it's because like it's like far in the future or it's not, you know, tangibly to our earth, but there's just such a, you know, beautiful color of characters throughout all the entire movie. And none of it's, none of it feels out of place. None of it feels ham-fisted. None of it feels like it has to happen. It's just people being people. And I think that's such a great thing, especially after we've had so many kind of like, um, you know, cultural, you know, touchstones in, in a lot of our, our animated films lately. This film just got to be just a movie about people in space trying to do the best that they can. Um, yeah. To go back to the Star Trek reference, Star Trek, uh, Star Command feels a lot like Starfleet in that it's people from all different walks of life coming together to, you know, explore the galaxy. And I think that's beautiful and speaks to why i love sci-fi as a genre it's like the possibilities are endless and yeah. seeing people of all walks of life coming together to do that makes me really yeah 
that's why I love sci-fi. And this is yeah, this is a yeah. I hope I hope that this this spawns some new like Star Trek fans. You know, I hope like some people go home. They're like, yo, show me more like this stuff, and they get into Star Trek and they get into all of the beautiful content that there is to to indulge. That you're right, it's a lot like this. This was like a, you know captain janeway-esque type mission where they're stranded and they just got to figure it out and they do and it takes a very very long time for them to do it um oh that that's why oh that, that you just reminded me thank you for bringing it up so you you said that and they go i think they're going to like the gamma delta quadrant which mm-hmm. is why you reminded me of star trek and that's where uh, zerg is from so i think we're going to get more zerg in the next one but it's going to be the uh the actual big bad zerg in some shape or form in, in the next one. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm actually more excited now to, after talking to you about a sequel than I was on the way home today. So thank you, CJ, for that. You're welcome. All right, CJ. Well, I, we're just about out of time here. Any final thoughts on, on the movie or anything that you need to get off your chest that might be holding in about how great this movie was for you? It is a stellar sci-fi adventure. I think fans of Toy Story will love it. I think fans of sci-fi will love it. I, I'm open to a sequel and I really fingers crossed that we don't get like some sort of grizzled Clint Eastwood version of Woody. Cause that would just be weird. Yeah, exactly. Keep it like, keep it fun. Yeah. You have so much source material with the, the thing with the animated show. Just take some stuff from that. I'd be down. Give me yes. seven of them. I'll, I'll be there. Um, yeah. It's really great. Go, go see it. Have fun. Let us know how you feel about it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, wherever wherever you could find us. But that's about it. So we're going to get out of here. CJ, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. You can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z 93. CJ, why don't you tell them where they can find you and your beautiful work and your review for this, this movie? Awesome. Uh, my Twitter is CJ Writes Things. You can find my uh, written work on But Why Though under Collier CJ Jennings, including the review of Lightyear, where it shares most of my thoughts here. You can also Google my written work and find my stuff on Collider, IGN, and Slash Film. And I am a co host on Into the Spiracast. We are currently on a summer hiatus, but you can go to the But Why the website and find our backlog of episodes and listen to me and my co host, Suar, talk all things Spidey. Yeah, it's also a lot of fun. Uh, really glad you're taking a break. Can't wait for you to come back. And of course, you can find you know the 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 website and all of our great content there again on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at but why though PC and then all of the great content of writing and things like that on our, on the website, but why though podcast.com. So thank you so much for, for joining us today. See you on the next one and to infinity and beyond.